Sundays. You know what I just realized? So it's Friday, right? It's a full moon Friday. Yeah, but it's Friday, right? Mm-hmm. And that means I'm not going into the office all weekend. But not only that, I work from home on Mondays. And then on Tuesday, I'm traveling for work. So that means the banana that I accidentally left inside my desk is going to get fucked up. Oh. You need to call somebody in your office tomorrow and be like, hey, can you go grab a bana- that banana for me? <laughs> and uh, <laughs> have them like dispose of it. There's like three tangerines and a banana in my desk drawer. You call Jocelyn and you tell her. Because she won't be in until Monday. Oh, well, who's in tomorrow? I got to see if I can go drive over there tomorrow. Yeah, you're going to go all the way over there to go get a banana? I mean, it's either that or I show up and there's like gnats and shit. I don't know what to tell you, but that's, <laughs> <laughs> that's a mistake it'd be one thing made. If it was on top of the desk, that'd be one thing, but it's inside my desk drawer. So they have to go through your stuff to get it? No, I mean, they just open the drawer where I keep my extra pads. <laughs> oh, this is not good. That's why I said send Jocelyn, your intern. She's not my intern, but uh, she's not an intern because she gets paid. Um, no, the uh, <laughs> it's in the drawer where I keep my snacks. So there's like a mason jar full of granola. <laughs> there's a bunch of Ritz crackers and those Nature's Bakery bars and a banana. <laughs> Three trains. That banana is not going to last. It was. Is it already like yellow? It yellow? was nice and it, it just it had just transitioned from green to yellow oh okay so it might be good until monday no two days green to yellow you're t- yeah but because it's, it's cold in there unless the cleaning people close my door but because you've my already taken it off of the stock right because if it's, yes. it's one thing like if it's green to yellow but it's still connected with all the other bananas but if you've taken it off of the connective tissue can i just <laughs> use the other bananas i have here as a litmus test what do you mean? Like, like if these go bad, I better get my asshole. Yeah, that's your control. Place. That's your yeah. test. I'll just control. go tomorrow and go. I have, I don't have keys, but I have like Why a key card. Why would you drive all the way out there for a banana? You're just going to have to deal with it. It's just clean it up when you get back. Well, I don't want to. <laughs> so you're going to drive out there. Whatever. That's you. I'm going to see if the. That's you. I'm going to see if the. Um, uh, somebody on the production floor can help or something. You're going to LAFC? What? No, no. <laughs> um, so, full moon Friday. Oh, yeah, it's a full moon Friday. I know because cramps have been real this week. Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think that's the, I think we already did that episode. <laughs> you mean Carrie? <laughs> Carrie, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So, I, I mean... But no, I'm kind of bummed because like, I found something I'm really excited about and I can't share it because it's period related. <laughs> Great. Go find a friend. <laughs> Start a different podcast. <laughs> I actually did. I, I think I got like... Two women from my office on board and, and Patty. To start a podcast about periods? <laughs> no, about what I'm excited about. Oh. Okay. Well, I won't share with you. Great. But I will say, it's a full moon. You're right. It's a full moon. Is this why you decided to watch Wolfman tonight? Well, it's a full moon Friday. We're recording an ice cream Sunday, And I thought, what better way of 
exploring the old classics. The universal monster. Yeah, then to go right back to the beginnings with uh, the original The Wolfman. Um, 1941. Yep. And I didn't even realize that Bela Lugosi was in this movie. Which is a happy surprise. (laughs) I guess I hadn't seen this movie in such a long time that it didn't register. Hmm. Well, that's another reason, too, why I thought about this and or maybe another movie that we may watch soon is I haven't really explored much of any of the, I guess, whatever um, werewolf uh, genre, subgenre of horror movies, you know, like like there's vampire movies, there's zombie movies. Well, there's also werewolf movies and I have not seen that many at all. Isn't this, I mean, there are werewolf like uh, legends and myths already, but the, the story that really truly cemented the mythos that we as a culture have accepted as the werewolf legends come from this story, come from this movie specifically and the silver bullets and turning into a man slash werewolf, um, not just a wolf, um, Wolf, W O L F, not W O O F, <laughs> but comes directly from this this telling of the legend. Now, is this some? I mean, you probably don't know, and I'm just an- asking this out loud. But like, is this like Frankenstein, where it was Mary Shelley's, and there was an aversion, um, or like Dracula and Nosferatu and all that? Or is this, you know, like what is the, um. The root well, of this uh, mythology. I mean, other than, you know. It just, it's just folklore that existed for a long time. And it always existed in its own specific way. Mm-hmm. It Again, it's it was solidified in the silver bullets and then every, uh, blah, blah, blah. Everything that came up in this movie. All of that was solidified after this 1941 telling of it. Now, there was another version that was going to be played by Bella, um, Boris Karloff. But that one didn't make it. But this yeah. one specifically, this one cemented the mythos of the Wolfman. So the, like I said, and, the and Mary Shelley. It became Teen Wolf. There's no, <laughs> so there's no Mary Shelley to this Wolfman. I mean, I, I'm sure somebody wrote a novel at some point, but this wasn't derived from a novel, mm-hmm. if that's what you're asking. Right. That's sort of what I'm asking. Yeah. 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 And uh, anyway, yeah, like I don't think I've seen many, um, you know, like I I don't remember seeing uh, any of the uh, American werewolves in whatever city they're in. Um, (laughs) (laughs) I don't remember. I mean, like the werewolves that I can that I think of are like, I believe there's, I don't know, like a Van Helsing. Like I saw that movie, which wasn't that great, but I think there's a werewolf or uh, underworld. Aren't there werewolves in in underworld or one of the underworlds? Yeah, so there's like vampires versus werewolves. werewolves. Um, And that just is a thing. And um, did I ever tell you about the one time this girl took me on a date and it was to the only see Twilight. Date. Yeah, the only date I ever went on with her because I was like, fuck this shit. She took me, she was, and I didn't know anything about Twilight, but out, but I, at all, I didn't read the books or anything because I was a grown ass woman. And she's like, oh, you like horror movies? Okay, then I'll take you to this vampire movie. And I'm like, oh, really? Remember? Okay, let's do this. And in the movie, I'm sitting there like, what the actual fuck? Why do vampires glitter? Makes no fucking sense to me. But even there, there was 
lichen, lichens, lycanthropes, yeah. and vamp- vampires. So I've never seen any of the Twilight movies. Um, I was forced into it. But that. did you know that the guy who plays the vampire in Twilight is the new Batman? Yes, because I saw the meme where that's where everybody was like, oh, the bat signal. And then he starts putting on eyeliner. <laughs> it's from that movie, I think. Oh. Um, although you did kind of see something similar in Kick-Ass, you know, because there's Kick-Ass and there's um, Hit Girl. Right. And when they change into their costumes for the time before the the kick, uh, no, not kick ass. It's it's Big Daddy and Hit Girl, right? So and Nick Nick Cage is Big Daddy, and so when they, he changes into that costume for the last time, you see him putting on like the eye makeup, and it's kind of funny because yeah. you're like, oh. Well, I think right, that, we're gonna go watch the cure. <laughs> I think that meme you're talking about isn't just ref- like it's referring to all of the Batman. Yeah, no, all it is, Batman. but all the Batman. Yes, it is. But my understanding, and I could be wrong. Let me know if I'm wrong. Um, my understanding is that in this movie, where the guy from Harry Potter, I guess, is the same guy Not from Harry, from Harry Twilight. Potter. Really? Yeah. It, well, he was in one of the ones with the maze and the the, the goblet oh, of whatever We're the fuck. We're now in a whole other um, world that I don't know anything but about. But he, uh, in that movie, in this Batman movie, he does have like raccoon eyes, kind of like me right now because I rubbed my eyes. Right. But I was just watching The Dark Knight and Christian Bale has the black. And I, it made me think about that. I was like, oh, that's so funny. Like, yeah, he's got to put this you black to think about it. Ma- yeah. eye makeup on. But he probably does it more rugged like when... Like, you know, you remember like football players or like putting like the black thing like underneath their eyes, mm-hmm. the black smudge or whatever. Yeah. I don't know. Sports. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah. So anyway, this movie, um, the classic, The Wolfman, uh, obviously, like I said, something I haven't explored at all yet. And I figured this was the perfect time to do it. Right. So, so what? Okay, so just really quick, the movie is 1941's The Wolfman. It's a universal classic, and it is directed by well, George, I think it's some guy named George Wagner. George Wagner, and it stars uh, Claude Rains. It stars uh, Lon Chaney. Lon Chaney Jr. Jr. So who's his? Is his dad a famous actor He's as the well? The Phantom of the Opera. Oh, is that why I was sounding familiar? Yes. Oh, okay. All right. So, what was it? The guy that plays uh, the father of Lon Chaney Jr. is the guy who also played in the remake of Phantom of the Opera. So, the guy that plays the son, what's his name? Larry. Larry. Yeah, so Larry's real-life dad and this movie's dad both were Phantom of the Opera. Interesting. Yeah. Anyway, um, I only know the name Claude Rains because I think it's in that song in the introduction for the Rocky Horror Picture Show. Uh, you care to sing that song a little bit? Because I don't know that one. I don't want to scare off the few okay. listeners we do have. Well, <laughs> I don't know that song. So, uh, um, But yeah, I mean, that I, I don't remember a lot about the movie, but this is your first. But I had seen it before and I'm, I'm very well aware of the story. This was your first go. What did you think? I thought that it was um well, there's a lot a couple things that I thought about it. Like there's 
just you know the 1940s aspect of it there uh, there was um i so i was trying to figure out i guess they were in europe somewhere right because he came from it california was purposefully not disclosed right. where he was from but he spoke with an american accent and he said he visited california and everybody else was like talking very british and they reminded me of like mary poppins and oh you know that kind of aristocrats aristocats uh, <laughs> cartoons you know i don't know if that was a british themed one but like 101 dalmatians or something like that it just there was you know like this guy named twiddle or something twiddle or mm-hmm. something and he just was like i don't know i would be in bed you know it's like <laughs> well it's it, it, very cartoony at times yeah the town actually looked very similar to like frankenstein's mm-hmm. uh, town. so apart from that what else like i thought it was acted pretty well and i liked some of the you know they had to do the transformation scene i f- felt that it was a very sad horror story yeah Be- it was like a it was like a tragic yeah tragedy uh, yeah, that's what very, i was thinking the whole time yeah. i was like this is a tragedy because here's this man the lead character he does nothing he's coming back from the lead character larry larry yeah uh, he's he's coming back from wherever he's been for 18 years exploring the world learning shit doing shit but he comes back home to his family's uh castle and Talbot you know castle yeah and in, in a nutshell long story short like this thing just happens to him he didn't ask for it it just like come, yeah. you know and it becomes this sad story about how he it starts you know? sad though like he comes home because his brother his older brother who has died like <laughs> who looks just like him has just died and the father and him are like look we we both fucked up and not staying connected let's fix that like so they're trying to patch up their flawed relationship because the brother's gone and somebody has to carry on the Talbot name. Mm -hmm. So that's why he's there. Yeah. And it's a very, it's almost like a very business like proposition. They shake hands like, all right, good job. Yes. Yeah. And the dad won some kind of prize and he's very, you know, um, he's very celebrated in whatever field it is. And you want to say it's astronomy, though he thinks that he, he talks about all other, he talks mostly about like psychology, the dad does. Um, however, he does have a telescope. Right. Like, now hold on. This telescope, first of all, is it, not <sighs> a star's telescope. Well, why? First, it, it kind of looks like it could be for the size but then it's like wait a minute he's just looking outside like you know at the town and looking it's keeping tom in windows and shit anywhere high correct correct it's at the angle of women's windows <laughs> but the size of the telescope and it's not about the size <laughs> <laughs> the size of the telescope is so big that you would think that you would be able to see the stars and the moon and instead, it when he looks through it, and we're looking at the windows and the and everything, it's like binoculars. But it's also like the nineteen late nineteen thirties. Get it? I know. It's just but binoculars are more realistic. You're okay. looking at somebody across the way. That telescope, he would have been like so zoomed in, like he'd be looking at like a patch of uh, on her <laughs> well, dress that's why, or whatever. That, but that's why um, I was reading somewhere online. I don't even remember that. That's why it was obvious that the dad. The, the John Talbot was a peeping Tom because oh, really? <laughs> otherwise he he wouldn't he would have to have a higher um, magnifying telescope yeah, or a higher yeah. whatever it is called. Well, the thing that are delivered he in just the box into was um, a lens. Yeah, so maybe he hadn't used it before though. I don't know. 
You see, with all uh, that logic, you guys are like, whoever is like, oh, he's a peeping Tom. Well, maybe he's never he, used it, it before. It was a replacement. Was it a replacement? He said it's, yeah, that's what they, they went in there. Uh, and right, so, I don't know. Anyway, it's still funny. He, well, like father, like son, because his son was totally peeping. First thing he did was peep into whatever, what's her faces? Gwen. 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 <laughs> Gwen. Yeah, he's like, oh, okay, I like what I see here. And yeah, but the creepy part is, okay, so he spots Gwen from, let's say, across the town, right? Let's say across the town. He sees her through her window, and he finds out where she works, and his creepy ass goes and visits her. And not only says, doesn't doesn't even say, like, oh, yeah, hey, what's up, girl? He's like, I want those earrings you were wearing the other day. They look yeah. like this. And she's like, what he's like, the I'm fuck? psychic. <laughs> That's his like, pickup line. He's like, I want those earrings that you have because I'm psychic. They're and upstairs. Then, yeah. Why don't you go get them? Yeah. <laughs> and, then, and then she's like, you know, whatever. A little bit of conversation. She asks a few questions. And then he's like, well, why don't you let me uh, meet you up from later at eight? Real quick, without uh-huh. even thinking it. She's like, no. <laughs> <laughs> and... Like a true white man back then, no means yes. So he keeps well, on pushing. Let's not skip that she sells him a cane, oh, a yeah, walking yeah, yeah, cane, yeah. with the the handle part of it is actually giant a wolf with a pentagram, which is the sign of a werewolf. And she introduces to him the theory or the or the the myth of the werewolf mm-hmm. and all that there is to know about the werewolves. And then after that, he does leave and is like eight o'clock, eight o'clock, eight o'clock. He goes and, and right at eight o'clock, she steps right out of that antique store she works at and is just waiting for him. Yeah. Which is, you know, she was, but she was there with a little, like a plot well, twist. Well, this is what I said. I think, I think I even wrote down clever girl. Yeah. I said, she was there um, with a plot twist. I said, smart girl brought a friend. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah poor jenny yeah so when she uh because he, he was uh larry was like oh you know let's let's go here and here let's go to the fortune teller and she's like fortune teller okay here's my friend jenny let's take her and let me tell you i've done that shit yeah well i thought that she was gonna just pass off her friend entirely but then i realized oh she's gonna be a good friend and go along for the ride but she was basically still leaving her her uh i don't know it was a well, very i don't know because i feel maybe she just wanted a friend she liked the attention or maybe they did want to see this fortune teller but they were in the woods and she needed a chaperone to be honest what's wrong with having a she friend? even though it was you want you know even though we could say the times have changed so much she liked his swag there was something even though she his said swagger. no he the, the good thing i did see though is he didn't divulge who he was that no. he was a talbot so when she fell for him she fell for him and not his money yeah, which sure. was nice i guess um but yeah the, so they get their they have their little meeting and uh then they they meet up again to go see um the fortune teller which just so happens to be bella lugosi your all-time the favorite name is Bella. Bella. <laughs> or, or how they properly pronounce it, Bella. 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 And he is a werewolf. Yes. But and we don't know that yet. No, we do. Because all throughout throughout the um, beginning of the storytelling of... Because the movie opens up with, with a page that describes what a 
werewolf is. And then we're constantly told what a werewolf is. Larry's told what a werewolf is. And um, and even in Larry's interaction with his father talking about a werewolf, because he did ask his dad about the werewolves, um, he also, t- he, you know, we, we are told that it's a mental affliction mm-hmm. and that it's the dual, dual personalities of a person and whatever. But there are some telltale signs. It was they see the star uh, on the palm of their next victim the, yeah, the and they have a pentagram on them. Yeah. Now, Bela Lugosi's character had it on his forehead. Forehead. Oh, right. We did see that. And, um, has the and pentagram, when he read the palm... He saw he her. saw the, the star. So, yeah. so she was going to be his next victim, and um, that's why he tried to tell her to get away yeah. to get Jenny to get now, away. Now is there? I wonder is there like a reason why she was the next victim? Like they had no beef or well, history together, she right? Picked that wolf's bane. Remember? Oh, okay. She, the, the, there was a poem that goes along with it. She picked that wo- wo- uh, wolf's bane. It's like a bane. flower. Yeah, and took it with her, and that's why Bella like pushed it off the table and was like, Oh, and maybe it triggered it because it was a full autumn moon, which was one of the, one of the criteria for turning into a werewolf. And the interesting thing, interestingly enough, it's not just a full moon. It was throughout certain periods that it happens mm-hmm. like, uh, so fall, uh, or, or, or autumn, because they said autumn moon. And then later on it morphed into, if there's a full moon tonight, the werewolves are coming out. Has the pentagram always been so associated with the werewolf? Like, I was surprised by that. Like, just, it, that's the one part of the folklore that I don't remember hearing or didn't think about. So when they were like, pentagram, pentagram, I'm like, whoa, 1941? They're like, deep into some devil shit right now. Well, maybe, because, you know, there were, a, a lot of symbols have just been bastardized to be other things over time you know could be but i was reading somewhere that this is very much because it was also during world war ii this was very much very similar to the experience that the jewish people were experiencing at that time um and and soldiers or 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 forced Nazi soldiers, you know whatever it is, Nazi soldiers um, would see a star and that would be their next victim kind of thing. So I saw something like that, but then it made me sad and I didn't want to go into that any further. Right now, the the pentagram, the star, it's so funny because for it being such a devilish thing, and I, I the pentagram that I know that we've it, seen nowadays, it looked like the Lucky Charm. Oh, you thought Lucky Charm? It's it's. I thought Rainbow Bright. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why, but I just that star. <laughs> you spit my tea out. <laughs> that star for some reason. Um, it is. It's like a sprite. Yeah. Yeah. The, the little. The little the little stars that mm-hmm. she has. Yes, I know. I love Rainbow Bright. I had sisters, so. Uh huh. Sure. You still have them, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're around. They exist. Um, yeah, you're right. Um, it wasn't a pentagram the way we know a pentagram. It was just a star. Yeah. yeah. So that was funny. I liked, I liked, um, yeah, I liked that imagery. And then so like Bella, Bella Lugosi um, tries to s- tell the girl, look, get out of here now. Uh, she's obviously she doesn't really listen, but no, she runs. Oh, right. Because she, she is a skeptic. She's like, Oh my God, is it something evil? Is it something evil? And then, yeah, she does run. He comes after her. 
and uh, he basically fucking bites her neck, well, right? Yeah, so she's... Right in the jugular. Yeah, he rips her jugular out as a werewolf, but it was actually the actor's, um, Larry's German Shepherd. Oh, really? Yeah. Huh. Yeah. Okay. But um, or according to IMDb, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I don't know for sure. But um, that's when Larry heroically, because he's out trying to almost make out with with uh, Gwen, mm-hmm. uh, he hears Jenny screams and he heroically does go try to help her. Yeah. And he's like, oh, and shit. he beats the the werewolf off and kills it like bashes he beats its head the in. werewolf off gross <laughs> is that how he did it he was exhausted at the end of it he said come here red rocket red rocket oh my god you're so fucking gross <laughs> put your lipstick away yeah. <laughs> that's disgusting no he um how do i phrase this okay hold on he <laughs> he beat it in the head with the cane <laughs> he smashed the werewolf's head in with the cane, the silver tip cane, because it has to be silver. Mm-hmm. That's how you kill a werewolf. Um, and then, but in the process, Larry gets bit by it, and he ends up with that star-shaped wound on his chest later in the in the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, but then that's how he is now the werewolf. So, uh, yes, you're right. That's how he. Became and then the werewolf. he goes. You know, he gets help and everything and. Whatever he goes home, whatever the, it magically heals on its own. And when the police and everything go to the woods to go look for Jenny and and the wolf, because they think it's just a wolf at this point, an animal. They see Bella laying on the floor, dead, with his head bashed in. Yeah. And the cane. Yeah, and more tragedy, which is. He didn't ask for it. He's a, you know, again, like, I guess, okay, they knew he was a werewolf, but he was a fortune teller. He wasn't asking for them to come to him or to find a victim. Yeah, and- the um, the woman, the woman that plays, I don't remember her name, but she plays like the, all, the fellow like gypsy woman with, I think with gypsy is a derogatory term now, but the fellow. Shh, isn't she the mother? Uh, no, I don't. I, I saw that people kept saying that she's the mother, but she's not. She calls, she him calls son. him son and the prayer that she did, but also called Larry son in the prayer that she did because she did the same prayer for him too and called him son both times she did it with him. So I think it's just the prayer. <laughs> gotcha. All right. Anyway. Okay. But she's um, she's uh, like in real life, she's only like five or six years older than Bella. Yeah, but then yeah, okay. I mean, anyway, well, I, I um, thought she was. I didn't under. I I, I think I see what you're saying because yeah, I do remember her saying "son" with a prayer later on. But I guess the way whatever the relationship right. was, she knew that he was a a werewolf. Um, a werewolf, and it was very, it, it was it was very tragic. Like this movie is so much more human and emotional than even Frankenstein is, and Frankenstein. It like touches you right in your heart, like it it does. You can't help being different, right? In in Frankenstein, you can't help being different and trying to fit in. And sometimes you just fucking can't. Yeah. As best as you try to do good, sometimes you're never gonna be able to do what everybody else does. You're just different. In in this one, it's just as tragic, just as emotional. Um, but I would argue maybe even more so because. He genuinely, full human mode, 
genuinely was trying to do good. He came home to help secure the family legacy. He came home, saw the woman with the intention of continuing the family legacy. Like he was in it to win it. He was not just going to go screw around with her. Mm-hmm. Uh, and in fact, when she told him he had, she had a, a fiance, he was like, okay. And respectful. He wasn't forcing himself on her though. They playfully were doing yeah. that in the beginning. Like, like they, they playfully flirt- flirted. Yeah. But, um, but the reality is he got bit because he was helping somebody in distress. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then he, um, ultimately got killed because he knew he knew he was going to get loose when his dad tied him up he knew he was going to get loose and he did not want to attack his dad right. he told his dad to take that like he knew yeah he had cane. to die yeah the tragedy even is within this poor jenny girl because jenny just got dragged along here to get you know and she ends up being the first victim it's like that's a very running theme throughout the whole movie uh, the whole tragedy thing. Um, and yeah, I felt like it, it was more, like it was very sad and it was very, um, tragic. it was a, it was a beautiful movie. I mean, yeah. the graphics, do they stand to this day? No, but it's great. If you appreciate classic movies like we do, or just movies, just horror movies in general, like we do, you can appreciate the effects. The transition was initially not like it was supposed to be suspenseful. Mm-hmm. It was supposed to be, we were not supposed to see if he was or was not a, a werewolf. We were not supposed to see any transition mm-hmm. or anything. He was not supposed to be half man, half animal. He was supposed to be full on dog. Yeah, and who, who knew but, that you turn into a hobbit before a werewolf? <laughs> 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 well, the um, the that transformation I saw took twenty one hours to do. Really? This was nineteen thirties. Yeah, twenty one hours of like makeup and stuff, or and, and shooting because shoot. that transition had several stops in it. Right? Mm-hmm. It wasn't just bear leg to wolf legs it was several transitions um and i can imagine it was a lot of okay stop okay makeup okay record again and then okay more makeup Mm -hmm. yeah it was uh very ingenious for its time i would say Uh, that's what i was looking at in those and some of the movie parts i was like really focusing on like oh look at how they did that little like cut scene or transition now we did watch like i think a four you know whatever remastered version that amazon prime has so i don't know if any of that got spiced up a little bit um but i did think like the hallucination scene or whatever you want to call it when Mm -hmm. he was like having that realization that it was probably him and Mm -hmm. that he is a werewolf like that was cool with all the imagery and um just flashing you know cut scenes and stuff like that i just i like that part of it um and you know, here he finds out that this is his new destiny, that he's a, a werewolf. And there's that the j- only ch- choice he has is to die, to die or kill. Yeah, yeah. And he knows he will probably do both. He's like, I'm going to either kill m- my dad, so I got to give him the cane, and I probably will kill this girl. Um, he, so ulti- when. ultimately, he dies because he was, his father was protecting. Gwen from mm-hmm. Larry killing him, yeah. killing her. Yeah. Now, do you think he knew it was Larry at the time? I don't think he really f- knew. I think he was still trying to because, believe well, that he, it was. He's a man of science. Yeah. And he tied Larry up. But just like the the woman said, the mysterious woman said, um, in the woods to the dad, 
you're having a moment of hesitation. You're going back to see him. Mm-hmm. You know right. something's up. Yeah. So I think at that point, he knew something was wrong. Mm-hmm. And he had no choice but to act on it. Yeah. And but it was very interesting. Like it, the dynamics in within the movie, they were very interesting because at one point, um, when they know it was Larry that killed Bella, because yes, Jenny was mauled by an animal, but Bella was clubbed to death, right? Uh, because he, when he after he died, he turned in, back into a man. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. So. They knew it was Larry. That was his cane. He was there. And they the wound healed, so they had nothing that shows that it was that, right? Coincidentally, or interestingly enough, everybody, except for the police officer, were trying to sweep it under the rug. Yeah, I mean, I thought that was... Uh, I thought that was... Par for the course. Yeah. Well, and another thing, they just like, you know, like they left the dead body there for him to like... You know what I mean? Like they came back and got him to do the funeral or whatever. Uh, just things like that. And the- well, it's also movie of yeah, the 30s. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, it, but that hasn't changed. If you are elite enough, you don't have to do time for anything. Yeah. But um, at the end of the movie, when John kills Larry, his own son, or it turns out to be his own son, they didn't say anything about, oh, you killed your son. It was... Nope. Larry must have tried to save Gwen and yeah. got killed in the process. Yeah, there was funny, like, uh, they just made up, like, these, you know, excuses for, like, like, I remember the, the father said something about, like, oh, well, any kind of animal could have caused that, like, shape. It's a pentagram or a rainbow bright star, whatever. It's a it's, rainbow <laughs> bright star. It's not something that just randomly could have, like, happened. Um, and you're right. They were, like, just, oh, well, he must have come to save both of them. And then next thing you know, he had... Boom, 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 whatever. He even said the same thing when they were talking about John, uh, Larry and Bella. That part of it, they were like, oh, well, maybe both of them saw Jenny getting attacked. And then in the it darkness. It was an unfortunate accident. Yeah, in the yeah. darkness, nobody knows. Things were happening, whatever. Um, I but, but you could see how genuinely sorry Larry was about killing Bella when he realized. And then he heard the uh, prayer in the... Uh, in the wherever the catacomb or whatever it was. Yeah. He yeah. was really like sad. That well, I know that's what I'm saying. This is a very, um, raw movie and not in the way, not in the raw way that I like my horror movies, but in a raw emotional way, you yeah. know what I mean? Like it's definitely humanizes the monster. And that's what I ultimately like about the universal monsters. Like even, you know, well, well, we'll do when we get to those movies. We'll I'll talk to you more about them, but definitely humanizes them and has you connect to them. So they're not exactly like, oh my god, it's horrific, it's horrifying, it's terrible. It's oh shit, that was fucked up. Yeah, in this movie, we're connected to the the lead character, the the villain, if you will. But he, yeah, who's not the villain at first? He's a debonair, an unintended like, villain. Big, you know, larger than life. Like he kind of. So is you Frankenstein's know, monster. Yeah, he's he kind of Tony Soprano. It, you know, he was nice, dressed up in those old school suits, and he uh, came. You know, he's a very large. Like looking at the size of his dad and him, like he's like double his dad's yeah, size. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and, uh, yeah, I just, he's his dad's height when his dad is standing up and he's sitting down. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's a big man. So we learned to like, 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 uh, Andre the giant. 
we learn to get attached to this character from a, you know, like you said, a human perspective. And, you know, he's, he is also the quote unquote villain and, you know, he's doing these things, but it's not him. It's not really what he wants to do. It's sort of like the, uh, the possession of the, this, I don't know. What is it? It's not like the wolf just takes over. Is it, does the wolf not have like a smart brain? Um, so from what I, from my understanding from watching the movie, it was, he had no recollection of anything that he did as the wolf. Right. So kind of like and a the Hulk. wolf, I, I don't know. The wolf exists on its own, but only in a primitive mind. Yeah. He can't decipher what's a trap. He can't figure out who not to go after. He, he's very primitive. I think it's one step lower than the Hulk. I think the Hulk is sort of almost like that when he in the early you know before smart hulk and the avengers like he's does all this shit and everything and he wakes up and he's transforms back and he's like oh my god what did i do you know right um maybe a dr jekyll and mr hyde kind of well deal yeah the, ultimately ultimately all these movies do is shine the light on how we as people individual people have so many different sides of us. And ultimately, it's what side we decide to tap into. Because I think I've said this before, you can have the same trauma as somebody else and take a completely different direction in life. Sure. And one can be positive and one can be negative. It's There's a lot that has to do with it, but what path you go down ultimately is, for lack of a better term, Good or evil, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and in this case, Larry, while he was being pulled to the dark side, continued to do good. Yeah. Even as he knows he's going to transform again, he's still looking out for the fact that he wants to mm-hmm. try to save his father or save Gwen or, or anybody. He's you know, doesn't want to hurt anybody. Now, did they make more Wolfman? Yes, there's actually a Wolfman and well, I mean Frankenstein. Okay, meets the yeah. Wolfman so or something like that. So that'd be interesting to know, like, how did they bring him back, or is it even the same? It's not probably the same. Maybe guy, he right? doesn't even die. No, but it's probably it's not Lon Chaney Jr. playing the Wolfman in those ones, is it? Because then then they, we could just say, oh well, it's just another. Um, werewolf and that the the mythology and folklore lives on i have another question for you though about the gypsy gypsy mother frankenstein meets the wolfman frankenstein and yeah it's uh, it's lon cheney really he got so good at walking on his tiptoes you think he practiced in high heels i I was like oh man that's a nice arch on his (laughs) yeah I i think he practiced in heels for real um my question was if the Okay, so maybe if the gypsy lady knew that Bella was a werewolf, did the rest of the gypsy community not know? Because when they heard that there was a werewolf in town, they all jumped up and fled. Well, do you remember that it was just her and Bella? Originally, yeah. Originally, mm-hmm. and then once he died, everybody came together to celebrate his life with that carnival. Right. right? So but my understanding so, would be that they knew him or they knew at least somewhat of him. Yeah. And maybe they purposefully stayed away. Well, okay. Right. And then, um, or maybe they purposefully stayed away for that wolf season. Mm, right. 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 And 
the lady and and um, and Bella, they were out in the woods, and she had that protective uh, uh, necklace on her. Okay, the one that she gave him later on. Yeah, uh, gave, the one that she gave uh, Larry, Larry later yeah. on. Yeah, so maybe that's what's keeping her safe. And then they all came back because mm, he was dead. Because he was dead, and they were safe. And then they, and then when word spread that Larry was the new werewolf within that community, that nomadic community, they all booked it because they're like, "Oh, we do not know this one." Right. Yeah. Okay. I guess that makes sense. Yeah, they jumped up and left in a fucking heartbeat. Mm-hmm. They were gone. They were like, oh my God, there's a werewolf and we're gone. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. And then um, I do want to touch on Gwen immediately wanting to leave her family to go with this guy she just met. That's because I'm saying she really fell for his swag. She that's knew fine, but that. Sorry, go ahead. Is she like so bored with her family, her town? And her fiance, don't forget she has a fiance. Yeah, who works for Larry's dad. Yeah. And uh, he seems to have more fun playing with his dogs than he does hanging out with her. Yeah, because we only see them together like when he walks in in a jealous rage and when he pawns her off to, or ditches her at the at the carnival. The, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't know, she... She was in one of those situations where I think it was more like a family says, like, this is the guy you're probably going to marry. And just, you know, I don't know. She didn't seem like she was really, you know. Yeah. yeah, she she was ready to leave town with him. And she even told her dad that, like, to her face, to his face. I'm going with <laughs> I'm going with Larry. Larry. I must go. And then Larry, again, being the nice guy, He's was like, like nope. no, <laughs> I must leave. Yeah. I, uh, I really enjoyed this movie. Um, I, I did. I really enjoy this. I, I enjoy all the uh, these Universal monster movies. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're they're all <laughs> over my house. Is that why? Yeah. <laughs> um, but this one really, I had forgotten how good it was. Yeah, it was um, it was a fun watch. Um, I'd be curious to know how they bring him back. You know, mm-hmm. also curious to know how they bring Frankenstein back because he or the monster back. Because he died in the end, too. Um, or I do, did he? Uh, or did he, yeah. I did like, you know, like sometimes when they have, you know, the ending of these older movies, it's really, you know, uh, it's an, it's a the end. You know, they don't really like, they just sort of. Just, well, they don't it. plan. They didn't plan for any sequels. You know what I mean? Right. It wasn't the, it wasn't the, um, the reboot and, and sequel machine that it is now. Not even saying but, like that. Part of it is, I'm saying like the the ending could have been like more. Oh well, there's a funeral. Actually, they did that with um, which one did they do? Where they go? Oh, he should have a drink, but then uh, oh Frankenstein, mm-hmm. yeah. I get. Oh, that's where that ending didn't really work. Though. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you want to take that back? <laughs> <laughs> well, I was saying that um, I like that the move that these movies like you're supposed to assume that they die right because they don't plan for. They don't plan for sequels or anything like that. Um, my understanding was from the werewolf movies, the idea of the werewolf being, um, well, not indestructible. What is it? Uh, in, invincible? What invincible, do you mean? yeah. Oh, yeah. because like, you mean without it's, it's a silver for, bullet. It's for, it's for sequel purposes mm. <laughs> and bringing things back. Now, 
the um the monster from Frankenstein, I can see how that comes back to life because we don't see that he has stopped living. Right. I don't want to say died because he was already dead, you know? Um, but we just see that there's fire and it crumbles. But who's to say that he can get hurt like man can get hurt, right? And um, it would be interesting to see how they revive this monster, the um, the Wolfman, because he does get his head bashed in apparently or whatever happens that his dad does. Um, but maybe he doesn't still know the gypsy woman did do the prayer over him after he died. Right. I don't know. That one's a tricky one. Yeah. We'll just have to find out. I guess we'll just have to watch Frankenstein meets the wolf man. Yep. Maybe. All right. Well, that's all I got today. I enjoyed it. I really do recommend it. Yeah, I mean, as do I. I mean, all these classic ones are good to see the foundation of where things came from. Now, I'm slightly interested to know about this more uh, the remake that they did that's called The Wolfman, which has Benicio Del Toro (laughs) playing the wolf. I'm partial to Benicio Del Toro. Partial? How? You like him or you don't like him? I very much like him. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, I like I'll watch too. it. Yeah. And I, I I um yeah, I don't know. Like I didn't I just when we searched for this one, that was what the the one that popped up first. And I was oh, like, yeah. wait, what? When I pulled up the Wolfman on IMDB, it gave me that one first, and I'm like, no, 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 1941. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um good. Yeah, it was good. There was a lot of funny parts in the movie too that I um, you know, we kind of grazed over, but I mean there was a lot of little co- comedic elements, I think, too. Um, like I said, it had that very like kind of British Mary Poppins esque kind of like uh, Bob's your Jim, uncle Jiminy, kind of Jim, yeah. Jiminy, Jim, Jim, <laughs> Bob's Jim. your uncle Tweedle is that his name Tweedle yeah. yeah. Robert's your father's brother. <laughs> like there's something going on. He's like I know. Otherwise I would be in bed snuggling or whatever he said. <laughs> you know. <laughs> it just he's it uh, was a character. You know. Oh, I'm afraid, sir. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. No. Um, yeah. No, it was good. It was good. I. Um, it, it's a delight. It's a delight. All right. Cool. Well, yeah. um, that uh, that's a wrap. Yep. Let's uh, let's go ahead and close this out, and uh, we'll get back on the next one, I guess. Absolutely. It looks like the dog needs to go out for a walk. All right, yep. we're coming, bud. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks for stopping by. We'll see you next time. All right. See you next time. Okay, bye. To check out what we're doing, visit us at icecreampodcast.com or you can find us on social media at Ice Cream Parlor, the podcast.